What's going on, everybody? It is Locked On Nittany Lions, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And every day we are here talking some Penn State sports and some other off-subject topics from time to time, especially in these times right now. It is Friday. We finally made it to the end of the week. It is March 20th, 2020. And I am your host, Kevin McGuire. Happy to be with you here, as always. And the way things are shaping up, we may have a little bit more time to do some other podcasting activities very soon as well, because the state of Pennsylvania is shutting down, basically. Uh, we'll talk about that in our upcoming segment. We're also going to take a look at the NCAA United as one campaign that launched on Thursday. And of course, we're going to say some more nice things about another Big Ten opponent in today's episode of the Locked on Nittany Lions podcast. Make sure you are subscribed so you never miss a single episode. We'll keep you company during this shutdown and during these troubling times that we're all living in right now just trying to get through and trying to get some sense of normalcy make sure you are subscribed in all your favorite podcasting apps such as itunes and google play spotify stitcher radio and iHeartRadio. and of course if you enjoy the content we're putting out a subscription is great but we also appreciate any ratings and reviews you guys want to share with us as well we break, we appreciate the feedback and it does help with the placement on those various podcasting platforms so we definitely appreciate all the support you guys have for us we also want you to be a part of the show, as always, so make sure you're following us on Twitter, at LockedOnNitty. Send us your questions, send us your comments. We incorporate them into the next episode, so we'll try to get your content into the mix as well. And, of course, you can check us out on Facebook at Facebook.com slash LockedOnNitty. And we do have that YouTube channel out there as well. We put together some of the select choice clips from the podcast and sometimes full segments. We put it in video form, upload it to YouTube so you can subscribe to there as well. So without any further delay, let's go ahead and get today's episode started. We'll begin today's episode by addressing some of the latest news coming out of Harrisburg with Governor Tom Wolf issuing this order to shut down all non-life essential businesses. Now, I don't know about you guys, and I assume most of you guys that are listening to this podcast reside in Pennsylvania or maybe you're dealing with similar circumstances outside of the state, but this is going to potentially impact me as well, where the place where I work for my day job is very likely to be shut down. Now, it does qualify under the the businesses that is listed as no may not operate. But I highly encourage you guys to make sure you know whether or not your job, uh, your day job, your night job, whatever the case may be, see how it qualifies under the, uh, the the order that's being put out there by the governor. And of course, stay tuned to find out just how long this is going to be in play. I don't know all the details. I'm kind of learning as we go along as well. But uh, go ahead and make sure you are aware of that on this day. If you're listening to this on Friday, uh, make sure you know what's going on because uh, the state uh, the, the governor is enforcing a shutdown of all non-life essential businesses. I think it was the terminology used for it. Uh, so that's going to be effective with uh, action being taken and enforced beginning Saturday at the stroke of midnight. So uh, I guess Friday companies have a day to comply at, or you know, just kind of go about one more regular day of business if they're able to do so. And then it looks like uh, this uh, shutdown is going to be happening. <laughs> so uh, we'll see. I don't think that that's going to mean much as far as this podcast is concerned. I generally record these the day before anyway. Uh, but if I have some more free time during the day, it's very possible we could do a little bit more <laughs> during the day and we'll see what happens with it. Uh, I may have some time to fill. So uh, we could experiment with some video streams and stuff like that uh, a little bit sooner than I was initially anticipating. But again, this is just something where 
we're all kind of reacting and just trying to adjust on the fly as much as possible. And that's what we're going to continue to do here. So don't worry. Podcast is still going to be put together. Still always going to be some stuff that we can talk about uh, moving forward. But figured I might as well throw that out there for you just in case this happens to be one of the first things you're listening to today after you wake up and you're not exactly sure what's going on. Maybe you don't see all the headlines that pop through. Uh, during the day, uh, certainly in the evening. Maybe you want to shut out the news <laughs> the way things have been going on out there, but uh, just wanted to put that out there. So make sure you know, uh, make sure you check out the, all the resources from the Pennsylvania uh, website. Uh, PA.gov, I believe, is the website. So go ahead and make sure you're aware of exactly what's going on and see how it may potentially impact you. As far as unemployment is concerned, I, I don't know, but study up right now and make sure you know what's happening from your bosses and your managers, supervisors, all that good stuff. So this is going to be another day where we go through and we don't really have a whole lot of sports to look forward to. We're still kind of in a holding pattern as far as any announcements or projections for when seasons may resume. Uh, NBA, of course, is still shut down. Uh, some of the big news, at least in my area, of, or this corner of the state in the Philadelphia region, is three members of the Philadelphia 76ers tested positive for a coronavirus, uh, or COVID-19. Now, they didn't. The, the statement put out by the team didn't specify that they were players that tested positive. Not that it matters whether you're a player or not, but obviously one of the first things you wonder about is any of the players were they uh, testing positive because that's really how a lot of this started uh, going rolling down the hill when uh, the, the player from the Utah Jazz tested positive and now uh, there was a player on the Detroit Pistons who had tested positive and the Sixers last game that they played was at home against the Detroit Pistons and one of those players that tested positive so uh, again this is just something that continues and continues and continues and we're still kind of uh, waiting to see when sports are going to resume. Obviously, there are a couple of sporting events that are going to be out there, but as far as the, the regular schedule, it's uh, still a long ways away, it seems as though. Uh, as far as college football is concerned, we still have plenty of time to hopefully have all this stuff uh, get a little bit more under control. And then obviously spring football is off the table at this point, but uh, still say that we're going to get an uninterrupted fall schedule. I know that there are higher priorities right now, but that's something that what we will continue to focus on right here. And as we talked about earlier in the week, as far as conference media days are concerned, no updates on those yet. And I wasn't expecting to have anything uh, announced regarding conference media days yet. Now, again, that is something that conferences are probably going to have to start addressing relatively soon, but I still think it's a little too soon. I still, still think we're in the middle of March right now. Uh, they, those conference media days don't happen until July, so there's still a lot that could happen between now and the middle of April, the middle of May, and of course uh, the middle of June. Uh, so we still have a long way to go before having to put any of those plans on hold, but if this does linger and this does go on for a while, uh, we're going to see just how interesting this could all play out. So Again, not a whole lot uh, breaking outside of some of the latest developments with the 76ers and the, the COVID-19 stuff that we're going to pay attention to in, this in today's issue or episode of the podcast. Uh, but we are going to just continue to keep a, a watchful eye over everything that is happening out there. 
Now, one of the tweets that I thought was uh, kind of fun, you know, a lot of people are using this time now to kind of look back at some classic moments. I know Boston College was doing a live video stream watching party of the 1993 game against Notre Dame between Boston College where they upset the Fighting Irish, uh, number one Notre Dame at the time in South Bend. Uh, I know Ben Jones, who covers Penn State sports from every angle over on statecollege.com. He was watching the Penn State-Michigan game from a few years back with uh, Trace McSorley and Saquon Barkley lighting up the Wolverines. Uh, you know, We're going to get a lot of that, and we're going to get involved with that as well. I'm starting to put together a list of all the games, uh, you know, specifically Penn State football games, that we can go ahead and have some watching parties as well. I'm going to go probably broadcast those on Twitch with my live reaction and commentary, and hopefully you guys will join with me as well. We're going to have more details on that uh, as soon as possible. But uh, <laughs> Saquon Barkley, actually, since I just mentioned him, uh, he somebody had put out a video clip of the one Rose Bowl run he had where he just eluded USC defender after USC defender, uh, made so many guys look silly on the play on a long touchdown uh, run uh, early in that third quarter of the Rose Bowl a few years back and uh, saying that it was the greatest run by a college football player ever. And Saquon Barkley retweeted and said, I don't know if it's the best run ever, but it was certainly a fun game. And I think he feels like a lot of us feel uh, that he really wishes that Penn State could have had that game back. And I wholeheartedly agree. Uh, Still one of the best games I've ever watched uh, from a fan and entertainment standpoint. I, I know... Uh, Penn State comes up on the short side of that one against USC and Sam Darnold. But, man, what a game. And, uh, you know, this is a good time to go back and, you know, fill the void with a lot of classic moments. And I want to know what games you would like to see a part of our watching list when we put together these list of games. I obviously already have a number of games in mind, but I would love to get your take on what games you would like to watch us play uh, or rewatch, I should say, on the stream coming up at some point in time. Again, don't know exactly when we're going to start this, but it is on the plans right now, and I'm looking forward to it. So recently on all of the NBA shows on the Locked On Podcast Network, they set forth with a, an advertisement agreement with uh, Postmates, which delivers food to your home or business or whatever your case may be. And of course, this was an offer that came along at a pretty good time because right now with every restaurant only ordering or only allowing takeout services, a lot of people are relying on those services right now to get food uh, because they can't go to the grocery store or they can't get the supplies or the ingredients that they need to to cook meals during um, you know pretty tough times right now. So we're actually extending the Postmates offer from our NBA channels to our entire network. So I want to make sure you guys are aware of it as well. For a limited time, Postmates is giving our listeners $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. And you can start your free deliveries by downloading the Postmates app and use the promo code LOCKEDONNBA. Again, it's very important. You get $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. Comes along at a pretty good time, so make sure you take advantage of it if this is something that you genuinely need. All you got to do is download the Postmates app and use the promo code LOCKEDONNBA, and you'll get that credited to your brand new account uh, moving forward. So hopefully that helps you out. Covering college football on a little bit more of a national scale, I tend to follow a lot of different schools and universities and athletic departments. I'm on a lot of email chains, and somewhere in the middle of Thursday afternoon, just as I was getting settled in to do my shift for NBCSports.com on on college football talk, I'm starting to get a lot of stuff forwarded my way and popping up in my timeline with a United as One campaign. 
representing the entire NCAA. And what was what it was was every school, every NCAA school, Division One, Division Two, even Division Three. Every school was getting together and putting out a message uh, from representing all of the athletes that had their spring seasons or their winter seasons cut short without any real notice, uh, just on a whim. And it, again, this is something with all this uh, coronavirus stuff that's been going on. This has been real tough to handle for a, a lot of athletes, student athletes. Now, obviously, it doesn't really impact football because football's in the offseason. Yes, there's spring football, uh, spring football practices and spring football games that are being put on the shelf. But you were talking about basketball players, hockey players, you know, wrestlers. They have had their seasons just end. And, you know, it came out of nowhere for them because it wasn't their decision. They didn't get a chance to finish their seasons. And if, you know, this is a, you know, there's a time of year when we've got a lot of championships that are supposed to be going on right now uh, for, you know, especially college basketball and, and hockey. You know, I'm recording this on a day when we're supposed to be a little bit more than midway through the first full day of the NCAA men's basketball tournament. So the campaign puts together some video clips and some messages from the student athletes of these various sports that have been impacted by all these uh, coronavirus reactions and uh, statements and decisions that are being made. And it just kind of lets them know that they appreciate the opportunity to have been a part of something special. And that's what tends to get lost when we talk about college sports. You know, obviously, we do a lot of focus on college football and you know, where, what it means for James Franklin or the kind of pressure he has on a week to week basis. But we, we get kind of caught up in all that stuff and we forget that uh, these are student athletes on so many different levels that are you know, playing and competing at a high level. And they, their stories tend to get overshadowed by a lot of the stuff that we really focus on in you know, your more national media perspectives and you know, what we're talking about on Twitter on a regular basis. And it's a shame to see so many stories not have the ending that they truly deserve. And it doesn't necessarily mean that they have to win a championship to have a, a positive ending to a career. Uh, but getting a chance, there's just an empty feeling, I think, is what we're getting at with what's going on with the spring sports and the winter sports that just are not going to be able to chance, not going to be able to have a chance to get back and you know finish things the the right way. Again, I'm never going to criticize the decisions that have been made. Of course, I genuinely feel like right now, a lot of the decisions that are being made are the right ones. And I, I think a lot of people understand that. It doesn't help or it doesn't really help uh, soothe the pain that a lot of people, a lot of student athletes, a lot of seniors are going through right now. So I think it's a pretty cool campaign, and I th I want to see where it goes. I hope that this is an opportunity to have a lot of stories told. I know Scott Van Pelt on SportsCenter, the, the Late Night SportsCenter, is doing a pretty good job of trying to tell some of these stories as well, uh, you know, from college, from high school, all, all these sports stories that are just, uh, you know, they deserve their chance in the spotlight. And I think it's a good opportunity for the NCAA to back that idea as well. So if you've seen it, everybody's putting out the same kind of graphic, modified depending on the school. I know Shippensburg put one out, uh, I believe. Uh, I haven't actually seen it, but I have to imagine that Penn State did as well. Uh, but I think that it's a pretty cool move. Uh, it looks like it's being uh, received fairly well i guess i don't know what kind of reaction people are expecting to get out of it but it's pretty cool to see some of these stories get a chance to be told under this movement and i would like to see it continue a little bit more 
Uh, as for the NCAA, uh, just so we're kind of catching up on some of the news, uh, looks like they are going to allow the one year uh, or give one year of eligibility to spring semester, spring sports uh, student athletes, but not winter sports athletes. So you know, basketball players are not going to get that extra year of eligibility, but a sport that starts up in the spring semester, they'll get next year. I, th- I guess that's uh, baseball, stuff like that. Uh, so I kind of agree with that. I think that that's the best way to go about it. I don't think you can give every basketball player a chance to come back for one more year uh, of eligibility on the chance that they might get a chance to play in the NCAA tournament. Yeah, Lamar Stevens deserved to play in the NCAA tournament, uh, but I just I don't think that that's uh, I don't think that's a decision that needed to be made by the NCAA. I, I wouldn't have I wouldn't have been standing against it for sure, but I just I, I felt like that was the more likely scenario that was going to play out. So spring semester student athletes they'll get that extra year of eligibility. Uh, given the circumstances, winter sports athletes will not. Of course, fall sports like football, uh, they're not going to be impacted by this decision by the NCAA either. So I, I think the NCAA makes a good decision here. <laughs> I think it's the right decision. Uh, you say what you will about the timing of when they decided to shut down a lot of these sports and especially the basketball tournament. But as far as eligibility is concerned, I see no real issues. I'm going to endorse that decision being made. Let me know what you think, though. If you feel differently, I'd love to hear your opinions. Let's get them involved as well. We can talk about it next week on the podcast uh, at any time. And you can always submit your questions and always submit your comments. And we'll try to bring them into the show because having different opinions, it's not a bad thing. And we can talk about it right here on the podcast. So make sure you follow us on Twitter at LockedOnNittany and send us your questions, your comments, and your reactions at any time. If you've been a listener of this podcast, I'm sure you've heard all the great advertisers working with Locked On to reach sports fans. But you may not know that Locked On Nittany Lions is a great way for your local business to reach passionate Penn State fans just like you. Unlike any other podcast, Locked On gives your local company the unique ability to reach local podcast listeners. Not just any podcast listener, a Locked On podcast listener. If your company wants to connect with Penn State fans and a predominantly male audience that is well-educated with the disposable income, then let's put your company right here on this Locked On podcast. Local fans love to support local businesses, so text the word ADVERTISING to 33777 or visit LockedOnPodcast.com slash advertising and let us know who you are. We'll get our team to help your team achieve Locked On advertising success. Once again, text the word ADVERTISING to 33777 or visit LockedOnPodcast.com slash advertising and we look forward to hearing from you. All right, so the other day we said some nice things about Nebraska and yesterday we said some nice things about Minnesota. So what teams should we say some nice things about today? How about the Illinois fighting Illini? Lovey Smith is a coach that I certainly felt was going to be on the hottest of hot seats outside of maybe Chris Ash at Rutgers, but I thought that Lovey Smith had a very good chance to be among the first coaches around the country to be fired last season during the season if things did not get off to a great start. And you know what? They didn't get off to a great start, but there were some positives that you could see from Illinois. They were clearly an improving program. They were clearly heading in the right direction, just needed a couple of breaks to go their way. And they didn't quite get enough of those breaks to really start taking those steps forward 
until a bizarre game against Wisconsin where they come out of nowhere and stun the Badgers, really put a dent in Wisconsin's path to uh, not necessarily a Big Ten championship, but certainly a spot in the college football playoff because Wisconsin had Ohio State coming up at the time, and Illinois just kind of took a lot of the thunder out of that storm that was, could have been brewing in the Big Ten. Ohio State and Wisconsin still ended up playing in the Big Ten Championship game against each other, and it was still a pretty good game. But Wisconsin really saw their playoff hopes diminish as soon as they lost to Illinois because there was no way they were going to beat Wisconsin. But let's get back to Illinois. Lovey Smith and Illinois, they certainly took those steps forward. It was a young nucleus of program. You know, this is something that's been a couple of years in the works here where Lovey Smith, uh, I had some doubts about Lovey Smith at Illinois, especially after a really rough start to his campaign there in Champaign. But I, I was willing to give him a little bit more time to really put in the effort in recruiting, get adjusted to recruiting and see what he can do in developing some talent. Because that was something that you know, I think as far as any college football program is concerned, no matter how massive of a rebuild you need to do and no matter what your history is as a program, there's going to be a little bit of time that's needed in order to get things on the right path. Now, a school like Illinois, you don't expect to make a turnaround as quickly as you would see a turnaround for a program like Alabama or Clemson, Ohio State or Michigan, Penn State. These are programs that when they need to turn things around, they have the ability to do it a little bit more um on a quicker scale than a program like Illinois, who, let's be honest, has not had a terrific football history in quite some time. We're talking decades, really. Uh, obviously, the, the Juice Williams year was fantastic for them. But overall, for the majority of my lifetime, Illinois football has not been something terribly special. Now, Lovey Smith came in, at, uh, you know, coming out, uh, seeing his NFL coaching career kind of leave him in the past. And this was a chance for him to kind of return to those Illinois roots because he, he's well-respected in the state of Illinois, given his time with the Chicago Bears. And he was going to have some cachet, but he wasn't exactly somebody who was going to wow a lot of people compared to some other coaches that he was now going to have to be uh, coaching against and recruiting against. And that's why those first couple of years, they were really rough. It kind of put him on that hot seat. But you know what? The man just knows how to respond to adversity, I would say. And that's why I feel like I took a lot of joy watching Illinois celebrate some wins last year and get that that win against Wisconsin changed their whole season. And it could potentially be a program changer uh, if that's going to become the Illinois team that we can look forward to because they played with confidence. They were growing. They were maturing. They were learning to expect to win, go out and win, and then follow it up with another win. Now, obviously, their season didn't end the way that they were hoping it would, and it probably deserved to. But this is now a program where, uh, you know, it's unfortunate that you don't have spring football at this point to really kind of work on taking those next steps. But and I do wonder how that's going to impact a lot of college football programs. But I do feel like the momentum has shifted in Illinois' favor. And that bodes well, very well for Lovey Smith going into the 2020 season. So I look forward to seeing what Illinois does this year. I think it's a, you know, I'm not saying that they're going to compete for the Big Ten title. They may not even come in third place in their division. 
but I do feel that they have taken those steps to move forward and continue to grow. And I think it's a program that's worth watching because I think if Illinois has something cooking, I think that they can be a team that nobody really wants to play. I think defensively they can tune things up a little bit. I think offensively there's still some room to improve, uh, but I do feel that they're going to be they're going to be pretty fun to watch. I think in the coming years. So I would keep an eye on Illinois. I think Lovey Smith has really changed the way that a lot of people will view him and the entire program. And I think it all has to do with stunning Wisconsin the way they did last year because they followed that up and made sure everybody knew it wasn't necessarily a fluke. It may have been a fluke, but it certainly didn't feel like it as the weeks went by after that game. And I want to see that what they do in 2020 to take those next steps if they're going to be able to do that. Well, folks, that's going to do it for this episode of the Locked on Nittany Lions podcast. I do thank you guys for continuing to listen, subscribe, rate, and review. Support the show in any way you can, uh, even if your life has been thrown off the rails right now. If you just need a distraction, know that this podcast and so many other podcasts on the Locked on Podcast Network, we're going to be here for you. Even though sports is at a halt right now, we still have a lot of stuff coming up as a network. We have some themes coming up that will keep you engaged and we'll try to keep you satisfied with uh, some, something to binge if you if you need something to listen to when you are stuck at home we're going to be here for you especially right here on the Locked On Nittany Lines podcast uh, do want to make sure you stay connected with the show in as many ways as possible so make sure you are subscribed in your favorite podcasting apps such as iTunes and Spotify you can also make sure you're following us on Twitter at Locked On Nittany and check out our Facebook page at facebook.com slash Locked On Nittany and we also have the YouTube channel up there as well just go to YouTube and search for Locked On Nittany Lines, and we should pop right up for you. I don't have a shorter URL at the moment for that podcast channel, but eventually when we are able to do that, I'll make sure to share that with you guys here on the podcast. Again, so many things in the works right now, so now's a good time to be a part of this podcast. We will try to get you through everything that's been going on, and of course, we're just still going to be counting down to the start of the football season, so we still have a lot of stuff to to get into as the offseason progresses, regardless of what's happening off the field. So again, I'm Kevin McGuire. You can give me a follow on Twitter, at Kevin on CFB. Check out my national college football coverage over on athlonsports.com and college football talk on NBCSports.com. And of course, I want to make sure you're also aware that we've got the Locked On Big Ten podcast, which covers everything Big Ten, so make sure you check that out. And with the NFL draft still upcoming and on schedule, I want to make sure you check out our Locked On the NFL Draft podcast, so Locked On NFL Draft. Lots of good stuff on that podcast as well. So go ahead, tell your smart device to play Locked On NFL Draft, and we'll continue the off-season coverage in every way possible. Thanks, guys, for listening. Have a great Friday. Have a great weekend. We will talk to you next week. We'll see what we're talking about, but we will be here. So have a great weekend. I'll talk to you guys all on Monday.